0: The Houston Rockets have won five games in a row. Literally five games in a row. So we're gonna dive into that. It's the most excited I've been for a Rockets win past probably four or five years. So let's dive into it. Let's go.
1: welcome back to the episode of the Brido and Will Show. I'm your first host, as always, Will. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and now on the PSF app um, at Bias Houston. Um, you know that's where we do all the different content. Uh, we've been doing the you know live watch parties with 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 everybody on the PSF app. So definitely uh, tap tap in with that if you haven't already. It was obvious we're gonna talk about it today. That it was a blast in there today, um, and then also we had a blast on the post game Twitter space afterwards. So uh, make sure you guys are tapping with those two forms of content if you're you know you want to talk more about the right get some more about houston sports with us those are the, the meetings we do with it um and then of course we really appreciate the support you guys have been showing the channel lately it's been a lot of love shown on our most recent episodes um so yeah we really appreciate that as well um and i'll pass off the Brad.
0: i'm gonna keep this quick man as always brad O'NBA. nba that's where you can find me on socials um appreciate y'all for showing love on youtube man um if you're, if you're new to the channel, we appreciate you. Uh, make sure to sub. We're dropping episodes a lot more now. Uh, but outside of that, I want to get to this W because, again, five in a row. The Rockets have won five in a row. They just went over 500 for the first time in a thousand days, and they still building on that win. They still building on that. You know, they just beat a really good Pelicans team. They went down eight late in the game, came back and ended up still winning by three in the clutch. So I'll let Will dive into it first, and I'll share my thoughts. But Will, bro, we were in the in the live chat together. I knew the emotions was going crazy. But tell the tell the people, you know, how you was feeling, the nigga. Um. Yeah. So
1: the um, this is a game that I wanted. I wanted very badly. Um, I, I looked at a Pelicans team like you know like this. They were down. Cj. Um, but even without CJ McCollum being in the lineup, I knew that they were a really good basketball team, a formidable team um, that I thought we could be kind of eye to eye with. Like, I, this, this is going to be a pretty good litmus test. We've been playing, um, you know, not, not, not to take away from the wins that we did have. We played the Lakers without Anthony Davis. Uh, we beat the the Hornets. Um, and then we beat the um, the Kings without De'Aaron Fox. So I was like, okay, like, obviously a win is a win in the NBA. And when you're coming from where we come from last season, where um even the games like that were that where teams were missing their star players that we still couldn't get done, like I'm definitely not gonna complain. I'm gonna take a win any way I can get it. Um, uh, but I think this was like a real test of of our skill. And the Pelicans made us work for it. I wanna one go ahead and say this now. That was the worst officiated game I've ever seen. Like that's that's by far the worst regular season officiated game I've ever seen in my entire life. Like it, it, the only things that kind of come close to it are like game eight i mean sorry game seven from 2018 uh against the warriors right and then i guess the game one of 2019 i think those were like two terribly officiated games
0: that's the one where, uh, the- that's the one where brent stepped out of bounds KD. that's the game no nah, a- nah. that was uh that
1: was a january game in 20 that was in 2019 that was a january yeah. game in 2019 that wasn't in the playoffs yeah but yeah I know. that game that game was it was only bad officiated at the very end but but like i'm this one was bad from the jump like i, I want to say the very first possession zion's getting fouled on like a ghost whistle um and he's getting two free throws and then they call it a lane violation and it's like obviously that's the rule but they don't call lane violations in the nba like because if they if they call that rule the way it's supposed to be called it would be a lane violation every free throw attempt so like I was like, "Hmm, this I see what we on." And so Zion was getting, you couldn't, you couldn't breathe on Zion without them calling him a foul. Um, if you so much as like sneezed on a Pelicans player in the paint, it's a foul. Um, they're allowed to hack us, foul us. I thought Jalen Green should have shot more free throws than he shot tonight. Uh, there's a, a very egregious possession where, like, it was clear as day in real time. It was even clearer on the replay. Um, Jaden Green took a layup. He was fouled, and then I think it was who was it that glassed it? I don't, somebody glassed the shot, and I, I was like, but that's goaltending." They showed the replay. Clear as day, is goaltending. Doesn't matter. You get, you know, what I'm saying, it's just two free throws. You don't get the and one. So it was the worst officiated game I think I've like I said probably I've ever seen in my entire life. It was one sided from the jump, and I tweeted out with maybe like maybe like four minutes left, like when it was we were down. I want to say like seven eight points and. The momentum was in favor of New Orleans and the officiating was just it was just bad call after bad call after bad call. I'm like, man, we're going to lose tonight. And I'm, I'm going to be mad, but I'm not going to be mad at the team. Like these guys, they hooped. They did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, it wasn't a perfect game. Yeah, it wasn't a pretty game. Um, but once again, it's the NBA. It's never going to be a perfect night every single night. Um, and I, I I really, really love the fact that this team was resilient the entire time, right? Like there there was plenty of times where we, we watched this, watched these same guys last year. They would have quit. They would have threw cool in the south. Um we were up like fourteen. Um at one point in the second quarter kind they cut it on like six, and then next thing you know, they're up by, like eight points. And it's like, okay, well maybe they're, they're gonna run away with it. They had every reason to wanna like on the because like, I can only imagine how like the more, like it was demoralizing to me at home watching us get called, you know, from nonsense on states getting ejected. Um, so I can only really imagine how it felt within any of the opponent's actual game itself, um, but it, it didn't matter to them. They just kept hooping, you know. They they just kept fighting to the very end. Um, and I think the game ball tonight goes to Fred Vliet. Um, I'm going you know he's going to get his touch by him. But Fred Van Vee, um I mean, he took he was out there taking some really some really interesting shots. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was I was really I was upset with him for a period of time. Um, but he made up for it at the very end. He hit he, he a clutch corner three, and then he hit the, – I believe it was like a transition pull-up three to kind of give us the lead at the very end, hit the clutch free throws. Um, and, you know, he's out there talking with the young guys the entire time. Um, I believe he had like eight assists, only one turnover. and I don't even remember what that one turnover was. So um, he did his job tenfold today. He was worth the money, communicated, and, and you know, switched defensively. Um, he was He was really good, especially when we needed him the most to be good. He was there um and I I think that he's like he's the reason we won tonight in my personal opinion so game ball goes to Fred um to me you know I think that this is I'll I'll kind of in my my segment on this part I think that when you look at teams in the NBA what separates like the the fluky wins and the 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 teams that are like oh yeah they're just they're just streaking right now they're not like that like that they're just you know they they're getting lucky they're getting you know things are going away but like you know you remember how um in 2021 when um when we went on like that six seven game win streak yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think we like, beat the bulls and then we beat the nets and then we beat uh the Hornets. like we, we had like a, a just a, a streak of games that we were winning and and then we went on to like win like a total of 10 games the rest of the season like it was yeah. it, it was not good at all so uh those were like fluky wins they were wins that were you know we wouldn't it was sustainable um we weren't really playing the best of teams you know a bunch of months going on Bro, what we watched tonight is how you know what we're doing is not a fluke because they had every like every real reason to lose this game. Right. Everything like these are the type of games that if you're not a good team, you're going to lose. Mm -hmm. And they still find a way to pull out the win. Um, And so I'm not saying that we're going to win a championship this year. I'm not saying that we're even going to be a certified playoff team. But I've been saying we've been saying it on this podcast all summer. we have been saying it now. Like this team's gonna be at worst at ten seed, bro. I promise you they are. There's no, there's not ten teams in the Western Conference that's better than this Rockets team right now. I'm confident in that. I've, I'm standing on business. Say it again. You know, man, you know, there's, there's not ten teams in the in the in the East. I'm sorry, in the West, better than the Houston Rockets this year. Um, and I'm just, I'm just really excited with you know where we're at right now.
0: Yeah, man. Talk about it. Um, the Houston Rockets have had six losing seasons in their franchise history. They might not have the seventh one this year. That's the way they, they try to hoop right now. That sounds crazy to say they have a winning record. It's still early. You know, they haven't beat a completely, you know, healthy team just yet. But he, the, what EMa Duka has done with this Rockets team has been absolutely absurd. He has them, you know, per 100 possessions on clean the glass, um, fourth in defense, ninth in offense, fifth in overall net rating. You know, that, that's the basketball team right there. They're playing extremely good ball, and they're first in all those metrics in the past two weeks. So what we're seeing right now is extremely rare, um, especially after a team, again, that's won 15 games, 20 games, and 22 games in the past three years. To then jump to this after losing the first three games of the season, like, they're hooping. Um, I said it last episode, I was legit excited watching these guys blow out the Lakers. And now I'm even more excited watching this team fight adversity after being down eight and coming back to win the game. You know, a few shout outs from the, from the uh, end of that game. Dylan Brooks only played eight minutes through three quarters because of foul trouble. He played that whole fourth quarter and was locking up. Played great basketball. Even got a huge and one in the post. A play that e had Duggan had drew up. Like even right before he got the and one, he had a post up and they called a foul and they went right back to it and he still got the and one. And then they had to take dude out that was guarding him. That's good coaching right there. Outside of that, Fred Van Fleet, as you said Will, he has the most ridiculous shot selection I've seen in minutes. He, like he takes about nine threes a game. Cool. He hits like 36% of them. But, man, he's taking like 30-footers. Um, <laughs> He missed one of them. It looked crazy. He ended up hitting the corner three. Good. Cut yeah, lead. bro. He was about
1: to get nasty for him. He yeah, it was going to be nasty.
0: I think that cut the lead to two, if I'm not mistaken. Then next time down, he literally pulls a 31-footer or something crazy like that. And then the Rockets up one. And you can't be mad you got to be like okay fred that was big time and then he comes down his two big free throws in the clutch rockets win the game and i'll say it time and time again uh, fred van fleet splits they're kind of crazy i'm not gonna lie they're kind of crazy but his real value comes in the playmaking department and that's where i always respect him the most eight assists this game only one turnover he's taking care of the rock um, and he's facilitating at a really really high rate and when you have a guy like that on a team with Alper and shangun who's finally being utilized correctly you have two really good uh, guys who are, you know, creating for this Rockets team. And that's why you see a team that, you know, they, they shot 27% from three today. Well, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check. They shot extremely poor from three today. And to win a game, they shot 28,
1: 28% yeah, so from three right today. The way you
0: win games like that is you lock up on defense. That's going to start with coaching and personnel. And they have the, the, the defensive personnel now. Um, and, and taking care of the basketball. They have guys that take care of the rock, And Fred Van Fleet starts that. So... Mm-hmm. He's a huge part of the reason they won today. Um, and, again, just to win a game where you have Jabari shooting two of eight from the field, only played 23 minutes, benched late in the game. And, you know, Tari, who, who shot one of eight from the field, you got those two guys combining for three of 18, and you still come out and win this game. As Will mentioned, terrible officiating, one of the worst missed goaltending calls I've seen in a while, giving the Pelicans every ticky-tack foul. And I hate complaining about refs, but only if it's egregious, I'll sit here and complain about it. And that was, that was really... A bad officiating night. Um, and the Rockets, again, through all this, they still ended up getting the W tonight. And it just feels extremely good to watch. Again, if you've been watching this team for the past three years, you have to. It's, yeah, you can feel nothing but joy seeing this team uh, just succeed like this. We knew it was going to take a while for them to, to, you know, get jump started for phase two. But to come out and win five games in a row, um, eight games into the season, I don't think anybody could have predicted this. They're currently, right now, the biggest surprise in the NBA. Um, and it's not, it's not close. I at the mean, point. Brad, me and you knew they was going to do this though. We, we, we knew this was this, they had this in their bag. I knew they had it in their bag, but I didn't think it was going to happen this quick. Even me to rattle off five straight wins is impressive. Again, they're playing teams that aren't necessarily at full strength. The Kings have missed the Aaron Fox, um, two of those games. We also got, I mean, the Lakers they didn't have Anthony Davis and again tonight I guess they didn't have CJ McCollum. Look, at the end of the day. Whoever's on your schedule, you gotta get the W. They've been getting the W, and that's all that matters. That's all your that's that's the only job that you have. Um, just just keep winning games. You know, they have a winnable game in front of them. They're gonna go out there and get it. You know, they lost that San Antonio game. That was when they should have won. They could mess around and be sitting at six and two right now. Um, and again, um, I don't mean to rant too too long, but they're going to State loss. That was a game where they were down 16, came back and was up by two. When I saw that, that's when I realized, hey, this team isn't just awful. They're 0 three. But this isn't ne- this isn't necessarily a bad basketball team. This isn't the team we had last year, and now we got five in a row. And now we got Denver coming up next. No Jamal Murray. I wish they could play a healthy team, but hey, no Jamal Murray. That's still a really good Denver team. Of course, I just won the NBA Finals. Got Nikola Jokic, so that's gonna be extremely fun. But aside from that, we gotta talk about Opera goon We gotta talk about Opera goon balling every single night. Best player on the uh, Houston Rockets. Best center in Texas and he's damn near an all-star in the west. I'll go out there and say no, 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 he's not damn. He's an all-star, bro. He he is, but at the end of the day, we both know he necess- he, he probably not going to get the all-star, that's just how – He's
1: right. playing like the, he's he playing, playing like an like all-star. An all-star. Like Houston, you can, we I said it in the space, I tweeted it. We have to be active this year when to. it comes to to voting because he should be in the game. There's there there is not or what? 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 Like what? Uh, what is it? Three centers per conference, or I don't even know how, how they how they do it. Whatever. There's not there's not fifteen guys in the Western Conference who deserve a spot in the in, in the All Star game more than opportunity, Especially if this team continues to win like we've been doing, he has to be an All Star. There's no yeah. way that game can occur and he's not on the roster. No way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what he's been doing on a night to night basis is special. Um, he's efficient. He takes care of the ball. He's dishing the rock. He he's just a he's a he's literally a star in the making. He, he's he he's a, he's a special talent. It, it's fun to watch. Um, but outside of that, man, Jalen Green's he's, he's playing with an, an extra fire. He had twenty five tonight, knocking down the free throws. Um, man, this this is a fun basketball team. All I can do is smile. I've really enjoyed watching this five game stretch, and they have a tough stretch coming up. You know, Will and I talked about it. We'll see what they do in these next five. Um, but man, that's that's necessarily all I got to say, bro. Like I, I'm I'm ecstatic, like I don't know, no other words to say, you know, for Will and I to come on here and say, hey, let's record an episode after each game, we, we haven't done that on this show, uh, on this show's history, that just shows that we're going to, you know, ride, ride this win streak out, and, you know, live with these highs, because it's, it's very fun, and it's the start of a, a basketball team that's not going to rebuild again, for a long time, in my personal opinion, but Will, uh, you have anything else you'd like to add?
1: Um, We're doing this without a man, Thompson, who, yeah, um, I'm on record saying I think it's gonna be our best player when it's all said and done, um, and so I can't wait for him to get back um, and get his legs underneath him. Get his his brother is killing it right now. And I I think that the men can definitely um, kind of tap into some of, some of the similar um, game that his brother's tapping into. So. Uh, Yeah, I can't wait for him to get back. He should be back. I believe they he's not walking in the boot no more. And they didn't really say that his injury was that crazy. So I think we might see him next like next week. Hopefully. Um, But yeah, we got Denver on Sunday. um, And as Brad said, Jamal Murray is not going to be playing in that game. Mm. um, But they still have the best player in the entire league. Michael Porter Jr, Aaron Gordon. They're really deep, well coached. they are champions over there. I think they they are without a doubt the toughest team even without like I know we played the Warriors and stuff but I think this is still the toughest team we're going to play so far Matt Bernard, I, I think it's, it's the toughest team in the NBA let me be honest I rephrase, rephrase that I it think it's the best team in the NBA so um I I, th- I know that even you know they don't have Jamal Murray the second best player I still think they're a very formidable team um and so it's going to be even more of a litmus test right now we know we, we you know we learned this last week that teams can't can't rest their stars against us no more. We're not the same Rockets from last year where you could, you know, rest your best second best player because you can still beat us without them. Like, now nah, you're going to need your De'Aaron Fox and your Anthony Davis to beat us now because, you know, if not, we're going to blow you out. And even if you do got them, I'm not even sure, you you know, we still beat you by 30. So I don't even know if that would have made a difference. But, um, so yeah, you can't rest your stars. Then we also learned that we're able to compete with the teams that are on the same kind of level as us. I, like I, I think the Pelicans are definitely a team that we could say, we could look in the eye and say that we are peers to them um, right now. So we know that we're, able, we're, we're on track with those guys. If we can somehow compete with, and then some, and I'm not going to drink things knock on wood, but if we could beat the Knights, even with Jamal Murray's absence, I mean, at that point, it's like, I mean, there's, there's no questions about if it's a fluke or if we're getting lucky or, you know if it's the, the luck of the draw none of that like it's just this is the real deal at that point um you know and, and like I said I mean at that point I, I I've been talking about playing bro you want to talking about playoffs dog that, talk about, talk that's where it's at man you say said he don't even want to miss the playoffs this year so I don't you know don't, I don't want to jump the gun um not even trying to will jinx it I don't think we're good I think the streak ends on Sunday just cuz the nuggets are a really good basketball team um. Even I got. Didn't they beat the Warriors without Jamal Murray a couple of days ago? Um, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, let me. Let me. Double I check. personally
0: don't know, but I know that's a team that's eight and one, uh, and Nikola Jokic is he's running away. It's it's early. He's already running away with the MVP race. Let me,
1: let me look team. it up. I'm like ninety percent sure yeah. they just beat.
0: And as you look that up again, um, if they can pull off that win against Denver, even if Jamal Murray isn't playing as well, yeah. That's a hell of a win. That, that's yeah, a they, Sunday night recording for y'all to listen on Monday morning because, again, we're going to ride this mystery. streak. Uh, this is the most fun I've had watching this team. I can't say it enough. But yeah, did you find it out, Will?
1: Yeah, yeah. They beat the Warriors um, on Wednesday um, with, yeah. with Reggie Jackson as the starting point guard. So they're just a really good basketball team. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh it's gonna be a, gonna be a real litmus test a real test of strength um but i'm looking forward to it and you know win lose or draw as long as those guys go out there compete and fight to the very end um like they've been doing every game this season it's like that orlando magic game um i'm gonna be happy with the end result of that game um so yeah looking forward to it we'll definitely be back to cover that and you know psf app spaces and then on, on the, the youtube channel when it's all said and done um but yeah that's all i gotta say for this episode bro. i don't know if you want anything else
0: that's all I got to say. Um, shout out Cam Whitmore, seventeen eight 8 in the G League. Um, hopefully, he plays a little better than that. But, hey, he hit he some nice shots. <laughs> hopefully, he starts feeling a rock. But, hey, we'll be back soon. Appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, of course, you know, we'll, we'll be back soon.